Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. Typically, he'll have a bottle first thing or nurse first thing in the morning. He'll eat a solid breakfast before daycare. He'll typically then have another bottle right before lunch. He'll have lunch, have another bottle in the afternoon, have his solid dinner when he gets home. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. Hey guys, welcome back. I've got an episode for the moms and dads, parents and caregivers of babies who are 10 and 11 months old. I'm gonna be sharing some sample baby-led weaning schedules. Sorry about my voice, I'm struggling hard. I get laryngitis like once a year and it's always when I'm really behind on the podcast right now. So this is a cool episode because I have 20 different moms who called in with their schedule. So you guys don't have to listen to me. You can listen to these moms. I just did an episode, episode 187, that was eight to nine month old babies. And then episode 185 is six to seven month old babies. I'm sharing different sample baby led weaning feeding schedules inside each of those. So this episode is for like the ones who are jamming, hopefully 10 to 11 month old babies. Now, I personally love storytelling. I love you guys telling your stories. I love these 20 moms who are sharing their stories. It's going to move pretty quickly. I'll interject a little bit in between just to give a little bit of feedback because some of them actually email me separately like, is this good? Is this wrong? Most of you guys are doing awesome. I just want to remind you that we provide other family schedules 
and share about what's working for them to give you ideas of what your babies can do. But I don't provide any of this for comparison, okay? I don't want you to think your baby has to do the same thing because to be honest, there's no wrong way to schedule your baby's meals. So what's a little bit different about 10 to 11 month old babies, all right? We're going into the last part of infancy. I know they're always gonna be your baby, but technically infancy ends at 12 months of age. And we're working towards a few feeding goals, right? By 12 months, which is our goal and where we're going with baby led weaning, we want baby sitting in their chair at the table with the rest of the family eating modified versions of the same foods the rest of the family does. Now, your older baby at 10 and 11 months of age, they're starting to respond to hunger at this age. Okay, early on, we don't feed for hunger. You might need to drop a second milk feed. Usually we drop the first milk feed around eight months or so. Some of you will be really weaning off the bottle as you get through 10 and 11 months of age. Some of the moms in today's episode are getting really specific about what they need to be doing regarding bottle and open cup feeding. Another thing for this age, you want to make sure you've gotten through the allergenic foods, okay? The protective window where we introduce allergenic foods early to help prevent food allergy, it appears to close at around the 11-month mark. So take a look at your 100 first foods list. Have you done all nine of the allergenic foods? If not, it's time to ramp it up. Make sure you get through those allergenic foods and then continue to offer them in the future for your baby as well. But we definitely want to get those first few exposures in. Another thing about the 10 to 11 month age mark, open cup, baby should be getting a little bit more proficient. Our goal by 12 months of age, we'd like to see your baby start transitioning off the bottle around 12 months of age. I always say I never get to it until about month 13 or 14. There's a lot going on, the one year mark, but we don't want your baby on the bottle for much longer than that. So practice with that open cup so that they can be drinking independently out of their open cup by the time they turn 12 months, albeit with a little spillage. And I know you guys are getting pressure and temptation to do snacks. A lot of our moms today are sharing about snacks. Stand your ground. You do not have to offer your baby snacks. We're sharing some reasons when snacks might be appropriate or warranted from some of the mom's situations today. But it's totally fine for you to say, this is a snack-free household. My 10 to 11-month-old eats three meals a day. And the snacks in between meals are my baby's milk feeds. If this is news to you or you want to learn more about running a snack-free household, Check out episode 35 called Snacks, Why Early Eaters Don't Need Snacks. So don't forget to keep taking advantage of the honeymoon feeding phase. Your baby is in the phase between six and 12, sometimes 15 months of age. Babies will like and accept all sorts of foods. We want to take advantage of that. Don't give up momentum on keeping your baby trying new foods. So I got 20 moms lined up for you. This one's a little bit longer, but like all these submissions were so good. It was so hard to choose. I'm just going to let it roll so you can hear from them. If you like hearing other people's stories, then I hope you'll enjoy hearing from these moms who are sharing about their 10 and 11 month old babies and some sample baby led weaning feeding schedules. All right. First up is Arena from Russia. She was the first one to leave me a voice message. She's sharing how travel and traveling with her baby and staying in a hotel kind of forced her into a more frequent feeding schedule. Hey, Kathy. My name is Arena. I'm from Russia, Moscow. And uh, my baby, Kirill, uh, he's uh, 10 uh, months old. And now he's eating three times per day, starting from uh, eight and a half months period. So uh, we went uh, to Turkey, to the hotel, and there we ate uh, three times per day. So we couldn't uh, leave him anywhere. So he was with us. And uh, that is how he started to eat three times per day. So, and he's happy with that. He's eating very, very well. And yeah, it's him. <laughs> and he likes it so, so, so much. We love it. Next up, Jessica, 11-month-old baby, 
Check out how in her schedule, now she's following her baby's food with milk after the solid food feeds. That's what we want to work towards as we near the 12-month mark. Food is starting to provide the majority of nutrition and milk kind of becomes like an afterthought. So my son actually just turned 11 months today and we do a bottle as soon as he wakes up because he's hangry and then he gets breakfast and then he'll have another bottle usually before he goes down for his nap. Then he wakes up and he'll eat lunch and then have another bottle to top him off. And then we eat dinner at 5.30-ish every night and then he'll have another bottle before he goes to bed. But roughly he drinks anywhere between 20 to 30 ounces a day with three meals a day right now. Thanks, Jessica. And did you catch her 11-month-old is getting 20 to 30 ounces of milk per day? As we get to the one-year mark, formula feeding families will transfer or make the move to cow's milk. Some breastfeeding moms might be ready to try that too if they want to be done breastfeeding or wean back on breastfeeding. But our goal for cow's milk for 12-month-old toddlers is 16 to 24 ounces a day. So Jessica, my suggestion would be to start winding down those bottles a little bit as we get closer to the one-year mark. We want to get closer to the 20 ounce mark. You'll find that cutting back on the formula right now is really gonna help ramp up or keep your baby's food intake where we want it to be if we're sure that we're not overfeeding milk. So next up is Ada. She's a breastfeeding mom of a 10 month old. You'll notice she's still nursing before solid foods and that's fine. It's pretty much impossible to quote unquote overfeed milk if you're breastfeeding. Whereas with bottle feeding, right, we just want to keep an eye on it because there is the tendency, especially for older babies who are really good at drinking out of bottles, there's the tendency to overfeed with formula or pumped milk. So here's Ada. Hello, I have baby Madison. She just turned 10 months yesterday. We do two solid meals a day. She wakes up at about seven o'clock in the morning and we nurse. She will have her first nap around 10 and then we will do a second nursing at about 11, 11.30. Whenever she wakes up, we will do solids for lunch at about noon. Uh, I'll introduce a new food in a tiny bowl. And then we will do the new food plus two familiar foods in the tiny mat. And then after second nap in the afternoon, we will nurse a third time. And then I will do dinner of solids at about 6, 6.30 in the evening. It will be the new food of the day plus two familiar foods. And then we will nurse again before bed between seven and eight. We probably should be moving on to three meals a day. I'm just having a hard time figuring out how to do that as my husband and I neither really eat much breakfast in the morning. Definitely a weekend thing, but then it's a later breakfast. So with both of us working, I'm just struggling to work it into the schedule of how to do that. I'm sure we'll figure it out over the holiday break and I'll be ready to start that in the new year. Thanks, Ada. And I bet when you add that morning meal in for meal number three, you'll note your milk supply is gonna drop a little bit as your baby is getting more nutrition from food. And I know that sounds sad to the breastfeeding parents who are enjoying breastfeeding, but that's just how weaning works. You guys are doing awesome. Here's another mom, Lauren, and she also has a 10-month-old, but it's a little bit different because he is going to daycare. Hi, my name is Lauren, and I have a son that is just over 10 months old. We have been doing baby-led weaning with him since he was six months, and currently our schedule looks like three solid meals a day. Sometimes he'll even get two little snacks in between those meals while he's at daycare, and then he is having, I would say on average, four to five bottles a day, just kind of depending on the day. So 
Typically, he'll have a bottle first thing or nurse first thing in the morning. He'll eat a solid breakfast before daycare. He'll typically then have another bottle right before lunch. He'll have lunch, have another bottle in the afternoon, have his solid dinner when he gets home, and then have another bottle before bedtime. So definitely fluctuates a little bit day to day and daycare days look a little bit different than days at home. But overall, that's what we uh, we do. Thanks, Lauren. You mentioned they give snacks at daycare. And I know he's not there every day, but just stay on top of the snack situation. What happens with older babies is that if snacks and milk are making up most of their nutrition, they're not going to be interested in the evening meal. And it's perfectly fine for you to share with your daycare team that baby's snacks are going to be the milk feeds that he's getting between meals. And he does not need traditional or typical quote unquote snack food. Now, not sure exactly what they're giving at daycare, but just be mindful that snacks have the capacity to sabotage solid food intake in all kids. And a lot of time it starts in infancy. So it's just a good habit to avoid snacks for as long as you can while your baby is learning how to eat. Next up, we're going to hear from the mom, Karen. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. Hi, Katie. The current feeding schedule for my 11-month-old is he eats three meals a day. The first meal is between 8.30 to 8.45. The second meal is around 1.15, Third meal is between 5.30 to 6. His bedtime is at 7, so that's why I feed him dinner kind of early. And he also nurses before bed, so I'd like him to get a full, a full feeding of milk before he goes down. Thanks, Karen. And I definitely feel you on the early dinner. As far as dropping milk feeds go, I've always personally done best. And I find that the families that I work with in my practice, they tend towards this too. But bedtime feed is usually the last bottle or last breastfeeding session to go. It's, of course, a nice way to wind down your baby's day, a nice way to bond with your baby. These feeds are increasingly becoming more about connection and less about nutrition as you get near the one year mark. So I love that you're doing food three times a day. Thank you so much for sharing. All right, next up, we have mom, Nicole, number one. There are three different Nicoles involved in today's episode. So this is just Nicole. She didn't leave her last name, but she's got an independent-minded baby. Hi, so I have a son. He just turned 10 months old. I was starting to move away, of course, from purees and focus on finger foods because it seems like all he wants to do right now is feed himself. Whether it's picking up food or holding a little spoon, he will not sit still if he can't do one of those two. I'll admit this makes me very nervous, just like I'm sure 
it does a lot of other. Um, my son has three meals a day, which he's been doing since we started solids at six months. For bottles, I give one per wake window. So that's about four bottles and he usually has about six ounces each. So one at wake up, followed by food about an hour and a half later. I don't know if this is right. <laughs> that's why I'm excited to hear the podcast, see if I'm on track with other moms. Okay, Nicole, I love your honesty. Yeah, this is a little nerve wracking, but feeding by himself is something that your baby wants to do and has to do to learn how to eat and grow up. And if doing more trickier textures and less purees makes you nervous, I want to hopefully soften the blow for you and everyone listening by letting you know that research shows us that babies who are at higher risk of choking are those who are offered finger foods the least often. So by doing textures other than purees, you're giving your son the practice he needs to get more proficient at self-feeding. Now, you also mentioned four bottles at six ounces each. So that's 24 ounces total for the day, right on track for most 10-month-olds. You might drop one of those or go down to like four to five ounces per bottle as you near the one-year mark. And even though the guidance when you transition to cow's milk at one year is 16 to 24 ounces of cow's milk tops for one-year-olds, I personally always found that my babies, and again, the babies of the families that I work with in my practice, they do better in a tighter 16 to 20 ounce window for cow's milk each day. So some babies also just, if you're like, oh, my baby doesn't even drink that much, it's totally fine. There are babies who drink less than that and that's okay, but you're doing awesome. Next up is Jessica. Hi, my name is Jessica. My son is Jennings. He is 11 months old. And right now our schedule for solid foods is that we offer him three meals a day. We try to follow the same formula for all of his plates, which is a protein, a healthy carbohydrate, and a produce, whether it's fruit or a vegetable. He gets up around 6 a.m. We usually have breakfast around 7 a.m. And then he usually has lunch between 11.30 and 12.30 most days, depending on his nap. And then we have dinner for him at 5 p.m. because he is an early to bed, early to rise baby. So he does usually eat dinner by himself. I will snack with him while he eats. I'll eat a version of what he's eating. And we got really lucky. Our baby loves food. He loves everything we give him, just about everything we give him. It's it's a toss-up whether he likes his vegetables or not. Um, I do have to season them. But yeah, that's our schedule. We don't offer milk to him at this time because I do still nurse him. And we will start offering milk when he turns one, which is actually this weekend. All right, I love that you're doing a combo of up to three foods per day. You want a small portion of protein, a small portion of fruit or vegetable, and a starchy food. That's great because more than three foods can be overwhelming. I also want to add that I noticed you don't do fruit at every meal, and that's awesome. You do not have to do fruit every day or at every meal. Another mom mentioned earlier, but she uses the Easy Peasy Mini Mat. So that's the three compartment silicone suction mat from the company Easy Peasy. Easy Peasy, my favorite feeding company as far as gear goes, but the Mini Mat is my favorite plate for baby led weaning. It works great for both babies and toddlers. I even use it for bigger kids. If you guys are shopping for Easy Peasy, my affiliate discount code is KD10 for 10% off at easypeasyfun.com. And you mentioned transitioning to cow's milk next week, Jessica, because your baby's turning one. I know you're moving from the breast to cow's milk, so hopefully you can make that transition using an open cup, not a sippy cup or a bottle. Because by this point, we actually want to start moving baby off of the bottle, not onto the bottle. So the Easy Peasy Tiny Cup is my favorite baby led weaning cup. It's two ounces and it's good for babies who are six to 12 months of age. But Jessica, since I think it sounds like your baby hasn't had a ton of time practicing with the open cup yet, you might stay on that tiny cup for a few weeks or even months till he gets the hang of it. 
and then size up to the easy peasy mini cup. So that's designed for babies 12 months and older. Again, that affiliate discount code for easy peasy is Katie 10. Wishing you guys a successful transition to that open cup for your baby. But I want to share two other episodes that I think you're really going to like. They're both interviews with my friend and colleague, Dawn Winkleman. She's on social at Miss Dawn SLP. She's actually the feeding expert for Easy Peasy. So she designs all their cups and their spoons and the plates. And the two episodes that I want to share with you are episode number 40. It's called Six Reasons to Skip the Sippy Cup with Dawn Winkleman, MSCCC SLP. That's one of the most downloaded guest interviews I've had on the podcast. Again, that's episode 40. And then she also came back in episode 101 and we did a straw cup versus open cup, which comes first because there's some nuances there for, spoiler alert, why we do the open cup before the straw cup. So again, check out episode 40, six reasons to skip the sippy cup and episode 101, straw cup versus open cups, which comes first. Both of those are with Miss Dawn SLP. All right, here's Sandy. Hello, my daughter is 10 months old and is currently eating solids three times a day. It's usually around the same time, 10, 1.30, then around 5.30. And in between meals, she will still breastfeed, usually before, about 45 minutes before each meal, and then breastfeeds at night before to bed. And her bedtime is 7.30. For every meal, I usually give her two to three different types of food, a protein, a fat, and a carb. Awesome, Sandy. Very straightforward. Love that you guys are getting the message about variety of foods. Sandy's doing two to three different foods at a meal, but not overwhelming your baby. Sometimes I see parents posting pictures or videos of meals where there's like five or six different foods and some multiple new foods, and that can just be really overwhelming for your baby. So love that you're keeping it simple and straightforward. Thank you, Sandy. Here's Brianna. Hi, Brianna here from Arizona. We start around 6, 7 a.m. is wake time. We start with a seven-ounce bottle. I make breakfast, usually consisting of eggs, fruit, maybe a car. We're big on watermelons and berries right now. Then we have a bottle around 9 or 10 a.m. And then we eat lunch around 11. Usually we have leftovers from the night before or like deli meat and little pieces with fruit and puffs. He loves the Puffworks peanut butter. Obsessed. And then we have a bottle around 1, a bottle around 3, and a snack before dinner, which is usually like puffs and fruit. We're also trying to start replacing one bottle of formula with milk a day since he's going to be a year in like two weeks. And then we have dinner around five or six, and then one more bottle around seven, and then we have bedtime. Well, happy almost birthday to your baby, Brianna. You mentioned replacing formula with cow's milk as you approach that one-year mark. What I usually do is I'll go half and half for the first few days, half formula, half cow's milk. And I'll basically do that till I run out of the last canister of formula and then go full on cow's milk. That's whole milk, cow's milk. We don't do reduced fat or low fat or non-fat cow's milk. Babies really need that fat for their still developing brains even after one year. But you don't have to make a huge deal out of the transition to cow's milk. Cow's milk protein is already the base of formula that you're feeding. So your baby can tolerate it. And some parents, they do these like long, drawn out, titrating down regimens of switching off a formula, but like it's actually not necessary. I have a whole episode called Transitioning to Cow's Milk. How do I do this? That's episode 113 if you want to check it out. Also, I love that you're continuing to introduce your baby to peanut protein throughout this whole process. Mom mentioned that the Puffworks Baby Peanut Butter Puffs, I love those for babies because they have no sugar, just a smidge of salt. Puffworks also makes a Puffworks Baby Almond Puff now. It's relatively new. That's for introducing your baby to a separate allergenic food category from peanut, which is tree nut. 
So we want to do peanut, but we also want to do tree nuts and almond is a tree nut. So if you guys want to check out the puff works, either the baby peanut butter puffs or the baby almond puffs, I have an affiliate discount code for Puffworks. The code is babyled, all one word. So baby L-E-D. And they're online at puffworks.com. All right, here's one of my favorite moms, Christina. She's a second time baby led weaning mom. And here's what's going on with her daughter, Jalen, who we happen to know pretty well here at the baby led wean team. Hi, my daughter, Jalen, just turned 10 months old and she has been loving her baby led weaning journey so far. Currently, I'm still breastfeeding her about six times a day, but we're also offering her meals three times a day when we all eat our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Typically, we try to offer her the solids first, and we found that she's just more hungry and more interested in eating if we do it this way, and then I'll nurse her afterwards. Overall, I think she's really loved being able to eat with her big brother, and Baby-led weaning has made preparing foods for all of us so much easier because we can all just enjoy the same foods together. Um, I just want to say thank you, Katie, for all of your support and give a big shout out to Auntie KK for being our biggest supporter in this new eating stage. Bye. All right. Auntie KK there is Caitlin Sasaki. She's one of our dietitians here at the Baby-led Weed team. Caitlin was integral in forming my 101st Foods program. She has three baby led weaning nephews and now niece Jalen. And Caitlin just keeps us smiling all day long on Slack. She's always sharing videos and pics of her little kiddos, always crushing their new food. So thank you to all of Caitlin's family who helps us out with so much content. Jalen actually has some food allergies and that was a first for their family. But I just love that Christina and their crew are still pushing on and trying new foods despite a few setbacks early on in Jalen's baby led weaning journey. All right, here's our mom, Nicole, number two. This is Nicole Nistico, and she has a 10 and a half month old baby. So my little guy is 10 and a half months. He wakes up around 7.30, has breakfast with my two older kids. They all sit and eat together. He'll then, still breastfeeding, so he will drink a little bit of milk before his nap about an hour and a half to two hours later. And then whenever he wakes up, he does lunch. And then same thing, he will, you know, an hour and a half to two hours later, he might drink a little bit of milk, then take another nap. And then when he wakes up from that nap, he may or may not have a little bit of milk depending on the time. If it's dinner time, he'll sit down and have dinner with everybody. And then he will drink again before bed. I would also say over the last month, he has significantly cut down how much he's feeding, breastfeeding. He loves eating food. So he is definitely starting to self-wean. Okay, Nicole, thanks for adding that you're noticing the reduction in milk intake. And I just want to validate that if for the other moms listening, if you're feeling this in late infancy, the self-weaning can sometimes happen on its own. But if you're noticing that your baby is not eating as much as you would expect at 10 or 11 months of age, take a look at your breastfeeding schedule. And it's important to acknowledge that a 10 or 11 month old baby does not need to nurse as frequently or for as long as they did when they were younger, right? They're at a point now where if you've been doing baby led weaning, for eight or 12 weeks or even a little bit longer, your baby is starting to get more nutrition from food. That's weaning in action. Another thing I want to add about intake for 10 and 11 month olds is that sometimes this is going to be the most food that your baby will ever eat as an infant. Because as your baby nears the 12 month mark, their rate of growth slows down. And sometimes you'll see that manifesting in reduced appetite. So parents will freak out when like their 11 or 12 month old is eating less than they did at 10 months of age but I want you to know you're not doing anything wrong. Just again, 
Be extra vigilant about making sure you're not overfeeding milk and steer clear of snacks if you can. Those two things usually help keep a little bit of casual hunger, as I call it, on board for your baby. Thank you, Nicole. Here's Corey. My 10-month-old son eats three meals per day and occasionally an afternoon snack. When he wakes up in the morning around 6.30, he nurses and then eats breakfast anywhere from 7 to 8 a.m. My mom takes care of him when I work, so he'll drink his first bottle around 9.30 or 10 before his nap. He eats lunch around 11.30 to 12.30 along with a small bottle. His third bottle is around 3 or 3.30. If his bottle is before his nap, my mom will offer a healthy snack once he's up to bridge that gap until he has dinner. Once he's home, he usually has a quick nursing session, which is more for comfort upon reuniting after a long day. And dinner is around 6 p.m. Then he'll have one last nursing session before bed. Corey, first of all, how awesome that your mom is helping while you work. So jealous. I hope she's liking baby led weeding too. I love that she has the leeway to offer a bridging snack, as you call it. Sometimes, hey, yeah, dinner just can't always be ready exactly when the baby's getting hungry again. And I bet pretty soon for you guys that the pre-dinner nursing session, you're probably going to want to drop it, which will definitely help keep your baby and his mealtime intake up, but keep up the great work. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, here's Natalie. We've had to develop a real partnership with our daycare because both my husband and I work full-time jobs. And thankfully, our daycare is a real believer in baby-led weaning. So they are providing him with really great and very interesting foods that are super appropriate for him. So for our son, he's still very much fed with bottles. Every two and a half, three, three hours, it just kind of depends on the day and his mood. And then the rest of the time, we are trying out different foods with him. So we're really trying to stick to breakfast, lunch, and dinner with real solid food. And then the rest of the day, he's being fed with formula. Natalie, the daycare that loves baby led weaning. I know so many parents listening are like, where do I sign up? Because too often, that's not the case. And I just want to add that if you are struggling out there listening, and you don't have a situation like Natalie, and you're like, hold up, they don't like baby led weaning where my kid goes to daycare, or they don't know what it is, or they don't know how to implement the feeding regimen that I want to do, I have an awesome free handout for you guys with language on how to be an advocate for baby led weaning at daycare. It's on the show notes for one of my previous episodes, episode 42, it's called Daycare, How to Be an Advocate for Baby Led Weaning with Poppy Dunkey. Poppy's an in-home daycare provider. She also did baby led weaning with her twins. So we worked on this language together and there's a great interview with her if you want to hear it like from the daycare provider side when it comes to baby led weaning, you can download that sample language to practice having these conversations at daycare about BLW if you go to blwpodcast.com slash four two. Also, Natalie, you mentioned baby having a bottle every two and a half to three hours. And for 10-month-old babies, it's perfectly fine to stretch that out a little bit more now. Your baby can, in many cases, go more than three hours without a bottle in the 10 to 11-month stretch, especially if they're eating three times a day. So we're always working towards about 16 to 20 ounces out of an open cup with cow's milk by the time your baby turns one. 
So maybe you guys want to practice a little bit more with the open cup if you can. And yeah, you notice they drink less out of the open cup than they do out of the bottle. It's actually a good thing because it helps them eat more and eat more consistently at mealtimes if they're not drinking too much out of a bottle. All right, here's Ellen. Hi, uh, this is Ellen, and I have a 10 and a half month old baby. Uh, we started baby led weaning around seven months old, and he's currently on a three solid meal a day plan, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And he eats a full meal for each one. It's usually a full plate. And then outside of that, he still drinks formula. So he has a morning bottle of usually about six ounces. And then we feed him formula probably every three to four ounce or three to four hours outside of that. And it depends on his nap schedule. And he doesn't drink a whole lot beyond maybe two to four ounces for each of those feeds after that. Just because he's getting more and more solids, he doesn't want to drink as much milk anymore. But that's our current schedule. Thank you, Ellen. Something important to note is that you started baby led weaning at seven months of age with your baby. Now, maybe you didn't start solid foods right at the six months because your baby was premature or wasn't sitting up or you did purees and then switched to BLW, whatever. I don't know the particulars, but it's fine because now that your baby's 10 and a half months old, you've been doing this for more than three months. It sounds like your baby is right on track. And I don't want you to worry that your baby is not drinking a ton of milk. If you're still getting regularly wet diapers, no signs or symptoms of dehydration, like that'd be chapped cracked lips or skin that stays elevated when you slightly pinch it versus going back down, which is what we like to see in well-hydrated people. And then some babies, they honestly just don't need to drink as much as others. So I would just be practicing pretty hard with that open cup right now as you're moving towards transitioning the baby off of the bottle at around 12 months. All right, here's Jessica. Hi, my name is Jessica and we currently have a 10-month-old son that we are doing baby led weaning with. He is our second baby led weaning baby. We, he has an older sister who's about three and a half years old that we did baby led weaning with as well. And we have a very similar schedule with him as we did with our, our oldest daughter. We do a, a nursing session typically when he wakes up in the morning and after his first and second nap. And then we do a meal of the little more flexible than we were previously with her. But it seems to work out just fine. He's very, I think, because he is a second kid, flexible with his schedule. So if we have to do like a preschool pickup or something like that and, and something has to adjust 15 to 30 minutes, it still works for us. We've introduced tons of food with him, proteins, vegetables, fruits, carbs. This is awesome, Jessica. I love that you have that second kid flexible scheduling for mealtime thing going on. Thank you for reminding us that schedules, yeah, sure, they're great to have, but it's totally okay if we deviate from them a little bit. And I just love how confident she sounds having already done baby led weaning before, knowing that it works, but still having the energy to keep up trying all of those new foods with your second baby. Thank you, Jessica. You're doing awesome. All right, here's Lacey. Hi, I'm Lacey Lenz, and I have a 10 and a half month old little one who's been doing baby led weaning since six months. My little one loves to eat, explore, and let's be honest, get very, very messy during mealtimes. By this age, I'm feeding her three meals, four bottles, and one afternoon snack a day. She drinks her bottle about an hour or so before mealtime and drinks water from a straw cup with meals. She's tried 80 different foods at this point, so we're on a grid track to hit 100 foods by one, which I'm really excited about. Congrats, Lacey. This is awesome. Only 20 more foods to go until you hit 100. I know you're still struggling with the mess, but I promise you guys, it is totally worth it when your baby can and actually wants to eat 100 and even more foods beyond that. If you guys want to grab a copy of that 100 first foods list, 
that Lacey was mentioning, I give it away to everybody on my weekly online workshop that's called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. Now, most of you listening are like, I have a 10 and 11 month old baby. I already have a list. We're not beginners anymore. But for whatever reason, you're listening ahead. I've got a free training that teaches you how to get your baby to try 100 foods before turning one without you having to spoon feed purees or buy pouches. So you can sign up for this week's workshop times and grab your copy of my 100 First Foods list if you go to babyledweaning.co. That's babyledweaning.co. All right, here's our third Nicole. This is Mama Nicole Tommaso. Hello, my daughter's name is Alessia. She just turned 10 months on the 14. I feed her salad foods three times a day. I feed her a big meal, like big breakfast in the morning. And then after her first nap, she has a little snack, maybe leftovers that we had the day before. And then for dinner, she has a big meal with us. Big breakfast, baby. I love it. A lot of parents find that if baby does well with breakfast, it kind of sets the stage for good food intake throughout the rest of the day. So it's perfectly fine to start your baby's day with food and not milk when the baby is 10, 11 months of age, even a little bit earlier if you want to. The mom's sharing today all of babies who are 10 or 11 months of age, but this concept like food and not milk when they get out of bed is like kind of eye-opening for some other parents. They're like, whoa, I thought I like always had to start the day with a breastfeeding or bottle session. And while you definitely do need to do that in the earlier stages of BLW, some of the 10 and 11 month old babies who are chowing and love food, they can definitely go right from the crib to the table. Now, of course, the caveat there is the food has to be ready. That's always a struggle, right? So if your baby's starving and you're not gonna do milk first, but then also the food's not ready, you're gonna be in a little bit of a pickle. So just giving you permission to let your baby start the day with food first, if you can and want to make it work. Thanks, Nicole. Here's another Katie. Well, the only other Katie on this episode besides me, but I'm just guessing. I think she's from Australia. Olivia is 11 months old now and normally has three meals a day with milk feeds in between. We normally start with a direct breastfeed at about seven o'clock when we wake up. Then she has breakfast at eight after being driven to her grandparents' holiday. <laughs> then she has a bottle at 11, followed by lunch at about 12 to 12.30. Then after a nap, she'll have another bottle at three. And depending on her how she's feeling, she'll have some afternoon tea which is usually some fruit or toast with some sort of nut butter. Then she has dinner with us at about six o'clock, followed by a last breastfeed at eight o'clock, then bedtime. Katie, thank you. You mentioned nut butter. Thick globs of nut butter are definitely a no-go for early eaters. So when your baby was six or seven months of age, really just in that initial stages of exploring textures and thicknesses beyond breast milk and or formula, we do not do thick or sticky globs of nut butter. Always want to do thin, so no crunchy. We don't want any hard or crunchy foods, even for older babies, um, until they're really, really like jamming into toddlerhood. It's normally when I feel more comfortable about offering those crunchier foods. But you can always thin out the nut butter early on. So you can mix it with formula or yogurt if your baby has already been exposed to cow's milk protein or thin it out with unsweetened applesauce. Basically, we want it to slide off the spoon so it doesn't get stuck on the roof of your baby's mouth. But stay vigilant about nut butters, even for older babies like Katie's. Sticky foods can still get stuck in your baby's airway. They can be challenging to clear. So we usually do a really thin layer when possible. If you're doing it on toast with an older baby, like Katie mentioned, just to be extra safe. So thanks for sharing, Katie. We've got two more moms. Here's Dahlia. Hi, my name is Dahlia. I have a 10 and a half month old son. I started BLW when he was six months old and he really loves it. I usually make him three meals a day. He has milk every morning when he starts off. It's usually about six or seven ounces. 
And then in the mornings, I usually like to make eggs with cheese and spinach, kale, whatever I have available. I like to give him fruits, usually bananas with peanut butter, almond butter, topped off with chia seeds, hemp seeds, flax seeds, or any other fruits like raspberries, strawberries, blueberries, blackberries, whatnot. For a second meal of the day, I usually like to give him some whole wheat, organic toast, and usually a veggie and a fruit. And then for his last meal, I usually like to make some proteins with either it's chicken or salmon um, with some rice or lentils, lentil pasta. He likes zucchini, broccoli, peppers, and any other veggie I have. I definitely want to go to Dahlia's house. Like her breakfast sounds awesome. And I can hear that she actually enjoys cooking and sharing it with her baby, which I just love hearing about you guys. So the last two moms have mentioned toasts. And bread will likely start to play more of a role for your baby as he or she gets more proficient in self-feeding. And I know bread is an easy way to check off that carbohydrate section of the mini map, but if you're listening to this with an earlier eater, like six or seven, even eight-month-old babies, bread can be really challenging for babies to safely swallow. It's almost certainly has too much salt too for the early eaters, but I'm definitely down with a little bit of bread for bigger babies, like the ones the moms are sharing about in this episode. Just don't get too reliant on bread. There are 20 different starchy foods in my 100 first foods list are not bread. Just try to keep those in the rotation so that we're not feeding bread every single day. Actually, you you don't want to rely on any one food offering it every day if you can. If you want to learn more about bread and why it's not my favorite first food, go to episode 183. It's called Bread, When Can Babies Safely Eat Bread? All right, here's our last mom, Amaralita. So first we begin with milk before any meal and wait 30 minutes before giving him a meal. We give him breakfast at 8 a.m. and lunch at 12, a snack around 2, and then dinner is around 7.30 or 8. Bedtime is at 9.30, and we feed him his milk before all meals and wait 30 minutes until we give him food. Amaralita's schedule is a little different. You might have caught that Dinner and bedtime for this baby are a tad later than some other families. And that's fine. You do what works for you. I have a sister who has six kids and she pushed all of her baby's bedtime to stay like awake way later than most moms do because she values sleeping in the morning and didn't want her baby up at the crack of dawn. So I'm all for that snack between lunch and dinner that mom was mentioning for an older baby, especially because in this case, we're talking like seven hours between meals, which she was. So in that case, snacks would be totally appropriate. So One thing, Amalarita, that I would encourage is maybe move the milk behind meals if your baby is 10 or 11 months of age. No, she didn't include how old her baby is, but for older babies, 10, 11 months of age, like we're covering today, try to start with food because ultimately our goal, like really soon when your baby gets to that 12-month mark, is we want most of baby's nutrition to be coming from food and not from milk. So let's focus on the food and use milk after meals to practice, for example, with the open cup. Um, Your baby needs to learn how to clear food with fluid from their mouth. So the open cup is great for that. We also just want to ensure that baby's allowed to have some casual hunger prior to meals when they're a little bit older so that they actually eat all of this amazing food that you're preparing. You guys know early on in baby led weaning, we're not at all interested in hunger because baby is still learning how to eat. But by 10 and 11 months of age, your baby is pretty well almost done with infancy, almost done with being a baby and should be pretty close to getting most of their nutrition from food and not from milk. So don't forget to be practicing with that open cup. Again, the one I love is the tiny cup from Easy Peasy and my code KD10 works for 10% off at easypeasyfun.com. All right, thanks for hanging with me. Sorry about the raspy voice. Thank you to the 20 moms who called in with their amazing schedules for 10 and 11 month old babies. 
I know I mentioned a lot of gear, a lot of products, a ton of other episodes. I'm going to link everything up from this episode. If you go to the show notes at blwpodcast.com slash 189. Happy feeding. I'll see you next time. From the terrifying power of tornadoes to sizzling summer temperatures, AccuWeather Daily brings you the top trending weather-related story of the day, seven days a week. You can learn a lot in just a few minutes with stories about impending hurricanes, winter storms, or even what not to miss in the night sky. So listen and subscribe to AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts. That's AccuWeather Daily wherever you get your podcasts.